Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And just as a quick public service announcement before we start this episode, um, there's a pandemic out there. Uh, if you're able to, go out and get your vaccination. Let's work together, take some personal responsibility, and let's get this thing done with so we can all be healthy and move on with our lives. Now, I'm going to talk about today's topic, character death. I've heard a lot of people talk about how uh, OSR games or old school games were deadly and, and all this. Um, and there's a lot of people who don't like that. They don't like the idea that characters can die. And I am, I'm going to say that character's death, the lethality of the game, makes it a better game for me. Now, I've played many systems. Some of the games are editions of Dungeons and & Dragons and variant systems of role-playing games are very... Um, they're very... They're very hard to die in. You get lots of hit points. You get lots of opportunities to save everything else. And I've found that when you're playing a game, like, like if I'm running, let's say, Swords and Wizardry or just the old BX Dungeons and Dragons or AD&D or something, where character death is a very real possibility, you, uh, as a character, as a player, your characters tend to be a little more afraid of what could be. I'm not, I'm not cruel or looking to kill characters when I'm, when I'm doing this. It's not a matter of gaining joy out of somebody's losing their character. Although, we've had some really great sessions in game where characters have died that are very memorable and we've talked about them for years. There's that. Uh, but also, making sure that people can, you know, your players can run into monsters that they can't really defeat if they just pull out a sword and attack. Uh, makes the game more dangerous and makes the players need to come up with other ideas besides just fighting everything they run into. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have been in a game where they walk into a, a bar or a tavern and suddenly the players are fighting and killing people in the town or tavern. I call it the murder hobos. Um, there's not really much of a repercussion. If your characters are, you know not as powerful as Superman, as some games make them out to be. And the people in the bar and tavern, with being enough of them, could probably kill you if they get a few good licks in. You're probably less likely to open up in town and start killing people. Uh, I'm not a big fan of hack and slash gaming. I don't like doing a lot of combat and rolling back and forth. It gets a little monotonous and boring for me. So if your solutions to the problems that you face are just to kill whatever, uh, I find that's a monotonous, boring game. If I've done my job right as a dungeon master in the game, my players will be invested in their characters and wish to stay alive. If for solutions for problems they find something besides killing, or find uh, solutions besides killing, that's what I'm looking for. I've had better game sessions that were just spontaneous and unexpected and engaging because my players or me as a player decided they wanted to try something unique and different. Uh, there's tension when you're sneaking around the dragon, trying not to get in, trying to get in and take your treasure and get out alive uh, without confronting it, uh, finding a way to not wake it up, finding ways around it. There's intrigue knowing that killing an opponent is not easy and you have to become more cunning to deal with them. There's fun in pulling off a crazy scheme that everyone has hacked out as a party and you're trying to pull off and you're not sure how it's going to go. And sometimes the plots just get more elaborate because of players engaging themselves in the world around them. 
I find that players take far more control of the game and invest more of uh, invest themselves more into what they're doing when they start plotting instead of just jumping into a fight. For example, um, we had a, a a group of brigands that they weren't able to kill and really messed them up. And as time went on, they had to start finding ways to go after these brigands. And eventually, some of these brigands became player characters that were very big villains in the game. And it wasn't planned. It was a random encounter. But because it's not easy to kill everything, um, we were able to build a lot more out of it. Uh, towards the beginning of our Hyperborea campaign that we've been playing for the last couple of years, um, we were tasked with breaking into this tower and killing some magic users, some powerful magic users. And they had these giant panthers we were afraid of that were guarding them. So instead of just going in and killing them, we tried to befriend them. We started plotting and scheming, coming up with, uh, with various uh, other plans to take them out. And it took a while, and it made it a really interesting game. It was fun, and it was a little on edge a lot of the time, wondering, oh, man, are we going to be able to pull this off? We got this idea. And then once we did and didn't do what we were told to do as going in, we had the, the, the plot of the game just grew from there. So when death is a possibility, we come up with other things to do. I mean, in real life and in, in a lot of movies, you don't just kill everything around you when it's a threat. Um, and by making death a possibility, it's probably not good. Players get used to just, okay, back up. Let's think about this. How are we going to deal with this? And they start coming up with fun, exciting ways to deal with the problems at hand or the conflicts at hand. Um, I don't often create big baddies for overarching campaigns. Uh, sometimes I'll have an evil deity like Orcus or someone behind things. But a lot of the baddies and the reoccurring villains kind of come organically from the fact that the characters aren't able to go in and kill everything right away. They can't take out everything they go up against. And it's not, like I said before, it's not often planned. But NPCs that survive because of the lethality of the game is threatening to the players and they might withdrawal or whatever, uh, those can be used to really, really enrich your game and the plot of your game. And a lot of times the players become more invested. So you want to avoid murder hobos? You might have a, more fun with a group who is apprehensive to engage in combat than using superhero almighty powers and stuff like that that can just take anything you throw at them. I'm not a fan of trying to match up a combat level like in newer systems they do so that the heroes can just take it out. There's a story that the Game Master has written, and along the story there are stops where you engage in a combat, you win it, you move on to the next point. That gets to be boring. The players have less agency that way. I tend to run more of a sandbox game where the players have a lot more say in the game overall. The direction of the game ends up forming the plot, as a response to what the players are doing. <clears throat> now, I don't boast how many people die or tell players they can't live through stuff. As a DM, it's my job to make the game fun and give them an adventure that they enjoy. I work with the players to have fun. I'm not seeking a total party kill. As a DM, I can pull out any powerful creature from the monster manual or any devious trap or say, save or die. I can obliterate the players if that's what my goal was. So there's no reason to be a power trip DM gloating and laughing over destroying your players. Um, if you're into that, I don't think I would enjoy that game. 
Yeah, DMs can kill players easily. You got everything in every monster manual you want to pull out. You can pull out whatever dragon or mighty god and just come down and rain hell on them. And I've done stuff like that before, and I have the worst games I've ever ran. One of the most horrible experiences that was just... I wanted it to be a, uh, a, a dark, somber moment, and it just turned out to be garbage. Uh, was doing something like that, wielding way too much powers at the players, not letting them have enough autonomy and say. So there's a balance. You're not out to get your characters and the players. I'm a forgiving DM for the most part. I've not killed a whole lot of characters without some kind of warning. If we're getting to a point where I believe a character might not live through the next conflict, I say, are you sure you want to do that? You realize that this might be a bad idea. Um, and those things are intended as a hint and a warning. And I tell my players that I will give them hints and warnings. I will not hide it. So it is often their choice if they engage in something that is far too dangerous or unlikely to live through. But my players don't always heed those warnings. And sometimes that lands ends in death. But other times, occasionally, that ends in that rare, unexpected, natural 20, that role that just makes that hero victorious, and the whole table is excited, and it's awesome. So putting that option out there, letting them make the choice and realize that they could die could make an exciting moment for them to succeed, or they could just die, and some of those deaths are very memorable. A lot of our character in-game character deaths are very memorable stories that we tell to this day. Um, either way, death in your games can be a lot of fun. It can bring out a lot more than just combat and hack and slash gaming. The point is to not just be hack and slash. I want to repeat this. I like a lethal game because I don't like things like power gaming and hack and slash gaming. I like games to evolve. I like characters to have autonomy. I like the world around it to have an organic feel and to sculpt the stories around what's occurring. Um, I'll, we're getting to be about time, but I'll just throw a few things in there. This year in our OSE game, our Old School's Essentials, we were on, we're, we've been on level one forever. Uh, we ran into an ogre in a dungeon while exploring. I think it was the adventure Hole in the Oak, if you've ever played that. And we ended up befriending this ogre and using him against these evil... Uh, I want to say demonic, these evil cultist gnomes. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, the role playing that occurred by interacting with the ogre in a way besides combat and the way it led to a, a lot of story and a lot of, a lot of role playing that wouldn't have happened had we just walked in there and killed. So just to recap that I do run a deadly game, not to kill off players, but so players get creative instead of, instead of just fighting. I want players to spice up what they do in game and entertain me and throw me through loops. I want players to get invested in creating the narrative of the game as well as keeping it as well and keeping it deadly helps with that. That's about all I have. Um, keep those dice rolling.